Hello, hello. Welcome to the Employee to Boss podcast. Are you feeling lost about your purpose or feeling like you don't have a purpose or maybe you lost a vision of your purpose? Okay, well, you are not alone. And that is what this episode is all about. I wanted this to be the very second episode that you listen to because there's such a huge mindset around having your own business. There's such a huge mindset around starting your business, starting your side hustle, following your dreams, and really turning those passions into profit. And that is what Beata is all about. Beata is an award-winning business mindset coach who has been on such a journey with her own purpose for years now, and now helps other people turn their passions into profits. Beata is the founder of All Boss, and she works with people who want to start and grow a passion-driven business that they absolutely love. She lives in Dubai and is absolutely following her dreams. She left her high-flying corporate career in marketing in global organizations such as Kellogg, Bacardi, and leading brands like Grey Goose and Bombay Sapphire. And although she was having so much fun traveling with these brands, she wanted something more out of her own life. And that's why she left her corporate job to start her own business, All Boss. Now, Beata shares something that a lot of us may be doing at this moment, reading those books, watching those videos, figuring out what the next step for our business is, but it took her 10 to 15 years to actually take that step and start that business. So if you want to have your own passion-driven business and stop working in a soul-sucking nine-to-five corporate job, you're not alone. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. Let's get right into it. Welcome, Beata. I am so excited for you to be on the show this week. You have such amazing things coming up that you can help so many people who want to start their own businesses, but you're also very passionate about talking about stepping into power, following your intuition, following everything that your heart and mind desires. And that's what this podcast is all about, right? It's about overcoming those fears and doing what you believe your purpose should be. And so I am very excited to talk all about finding your purpose and making it profitable. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, This is my favorite subject ever, which I've spent so many years figuring out that that actually was my purpose. Um, So thank you. And I'm really excited to have that conversation. Me too. Awesome. So you have a really cool background. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you live in Dubai. You've lived there for seven years. You've been full-time in your business for two years, correct? Correct. And you're just doing it. Like you're just doing what you are supposed to be doing. So can you tell us how you got there? Absolutely. Um, So I think for many, many years, I had that nagging feeling inside that, you know, I want to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. Even though I was, you know, in this quite high flying corporate (laughs) career, I was, um, I worked for Kellogg's, then I worked for Bacardi. I worked, um, I was heading up Grey Goose in Mumbai Sapphire for Middle East and Africa for several years. I was, you know, going to the fancy parties, traveling business class around the world, going to Cannes Film Festival. So there was a lot of fun elements in it. But I always kind of knew that it wasn't quite my right path. And, you know, lots of people envied me for my job and it was paid well. And, but 
and I loved all of those perks don't get me wrong you know I was very grateful for that um but I didn't really quite like the day-to-day job and it just didn't feel quite right and I could never really quite put my finger on it but I just always knew I still had something to figure out so I'd spent 10-15 years you know reading all the books doing all the courses going to the retreats watching the videos like whatever there was out there that I was like or maybe that will help me or maybe that will help me I would absorb it and and really do all the exercises that were recommended to you know help you figure out your purpose and then it was maybe a couple of years before I actually ended up quitting my job I remember we were doing a kind of a the course was called shape your career it was a one-day workshop for everyone who was you know the premise of it was, you know, do what you do best and what you love doing. And it is all about, you know, living your passion um, and finding your purpose. And I was literally first thing in the morning when the introduction started, I was like, what if I can't find my purpose? I've been trying to find my bloody purpose for years and I can't find it. What if I don't have one? <laughs> um, and and the, the facilitator was like, well, you know, there, there's, there's going to be something. Just calm down, you know, just keep keep on the journey and and we did these exercises about, um, you know, writing, you had to write out, you know, what's your mission? What do you like doing most? What do you want to be remembered by? And we had to put these on these like massive sheets around the room and everything I wrote. And I think I don't quite remember the exact words, but it was something along those lines of my mission is to inspire other people to find their purpose and live an abundant life because I was so struggling to find it I was like well I want to help other people do it because I know Mm -hmm. it's possible and and I just also remember thinking I really hope that none of my managers see this sheet because it's (laughs) nothing to do with the job I do right now and everyone else was writing about you know their career aspirations and what kind of departments they wanted to go into and I was like mine was not work related whatsoever yeah um but it still took a couple of years because you know and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that when you're in that rat race you know you almost can't see outside of it you feel like you know you're so absorbed in it and it's it's part of your identity and it's part of you know the community that you're in and something that you've really built you know I've come quite far in my career and I was proud of that and I was proud of working for a great company and doing all these amazing things so it was quite seductive in a way to stay in that but then eventually it got to the point when probably a bit of burnout at the same time, just, you know, working crazy hours at the same time as not feeling satisfied and fulfilled at the, with the day-to-day job. Um, so I decided to just give myself a bit of a break. I, I thought I would go back to Europe um, and was already having conversations with some of the teams there to move within the company. Um, but I wanted to take some time. Dubai is a great place, place to travel from. And I was like, I'm going to take a couple of months before I move and go to Asia and Australia and, and all around the world. And, and within, I think, a couple of weeks, I realized I was never going back to a job. It was almost like I needed to allow that space for something new to evolve. And it was almost like I hadn't seen the wood for the trees because, I'd, you know, when people ask you, like, some of the exercises I've been doing for years, like, you know, do what you love doing the most. What are you passionate about outside of work? What do you spend your time doing in your free time? It's like, well, I'm doing this personal development stuff. I'm trying to find my bloody purpose, but that's not, that's not just something you can do. And then, but then it was almost like I'd spent so many years 
on that topic and I'd built up so many skills and knowledge and experience in that working through it myself I was like actually I have quite a lot to share here and that's kind of that was kind of the starting point of let me give this a go and let's see what happens and then it just within within weeks and months and and it took time to take off for sure I went through a lot of oh my god this is never going to work out but I always knew I was on the right track it was just like but it's got to work out because I know this is my mission and know this is my path and I'd never felt that before and even when like I remember taking a screenshot of when I was like I've got 100 germs and that is around 30 dollars left on my credit card limit my debit card was being declined and I was like shh but this is my mission. It's got to work out. It's got to work out. Um, and it did. And, you know, it's sometimes, you know, it happens at the 11th hour, but when you know you're on the right path, that really pulls you through those hard times and keeps you getting up in the morning and f- helps you find resources within yourself and outside of you that make it happen, that make it inevitable for you to succeed. That's kind of it. Long story, but that's basically it in a nutshell. No, that's amazing. And something you said at the beginning of that just, I think, speaks so much volume to this whole leaving your job and wanting to do your own thing. And it's the question of what do I want to do when I grow up? But unfortunately, we're grown ups. (laughs) I mean, I've said that probably to my mom like one million times. I'm like, what do I want to do when I grow up? I'm 24, right? And (laughs) she she's like I don't know what do I want to do when I grow up <laughs> and hey I was I was 35 by the time I left Bacardi and I still didn't know what I wanted to do when I was when I was grew up <laughs> yeah and I think there's like no problem with still like questioning what do I want to do what is happening what is my purpose but finding your purpose and putting effort into that and knowing it will work is just mm-hmm the most important part of it right because you can question it all day long but if you're not working towards that you're just going to be stuck in the job that you hate or stuck in the lifestyle that you hate and not putting any effort into fixing it at all I think there's a, a bit of a misconception and that I think stops a lot of people from doing it from moving towards it because they they make it out like this big thing that they just that all of a sudden it's just going to drop on their lap and, you know, some people, some, there's, there's children who know from the age of three that they want to be doctors mm-hmm. or they are so driven to be an, a musician or, you know, there's people, but the majority doesn't have that. And, but people think that's what it should be like. So if it's not that, then it's either it doesn't exist for me or I've got to find that one big thing and it's just going to be that light bulb moment and I know it and it's going to drop on my lap and it's all going to be happening but that's not really the reality of how it how it happens it's it evolves by kind of following little clues and following your joy and your passion and one thing then leads to another so it can be as little as you know I used to really enjoy playing tennis I haven't played tennis in 10 years let me go pick up a racket again you know Mm -hmm. things like that and then that just increases your joy, your passion, and will lead you to the, on the right path. Absolutely. It can be something so small like that. And that will have such a big impact on what you do next. Right. Did you have that one moment when you were 
just thinking to yourself, wow, like this is it. Like I made it. This is what brings me so much happiness. This is what I'm meant to be doing. There isn't one mono. There has been so many. There's been like, especially now during this, I'm doing this summit and I'm recording all these sessions with these incredible people from around the world who've been doing this for many, many years and have been very successful doing it. And I'm having these incredible conversations and I'm just like, this is just amazing. And like, sometimes I sit there and I get like goosebumps. I'm like, I can't believe this has become my life. And, and sometimes oh, the other day I was lying by the pool, you know, everyone in Dubai lives by a pool. Um, and I was like, I just love my life. <laughs> this is just amazing. So it's not just, it's not one moment. It's, it happens regularly for me now that it's like, oh, this is what it's meant to be. And, and I'm so grateful for that feeling, that internal feeling that knowing that I'm on, and I'm on the right path. And I know I'm not at the end of it. I know I'm not mm-hmm. like, I found my purpose now. I've, you know, reached that epiphany of what, what that's meant to be. But I know I'm on the right track and I know it's going to evolve and it's going to maybe I'm kind of going like this now, but it's going to come narrow, more and more refined and more and more closer to what the core of me is and what the core of my gifts are. I want everyone to have that feeling like that. When you were telling me that story, I just got goosebumps. Like that's what I wish for everyone that they just are sitting by the pool or whatever they love doing and just think, wow, like I love my life. And Like, I'm not here to say that that can't be done in a corporate job or that can't be done in a nine to five or whatever it is you do. Like, you can do that in any situation in your life. But whatever brings you happiness is really where you will find your purpose. So you help people find their purpose and figure out what actually brings them happiness so they can have that same feeling that you had. So. I know that you have your five-step passion-driven business blueprint. Can you talk me a little bit through that? Absolutely, for sure. Um, so it's it really comes down to, I think, the five basic steps that you need to go through to really identify what does my business look like. And it looks so different for every single person. And I think that's so important to know that we are all unique. And a copy and paste job is just not going to do it. There's a lot of gurus and experts out there saying, my way is the best way. My way is going to get you guaranteed results. And this is the proven strategy and sign up now and you will get clients by following this step by step, you know, and within a month you'll have $10,000. There's so much of that, but it really comes down to making it your own and recognizing what your way of doing things is. And, And yes, there is definitely a lot in in what these people say and it's worked well for them but in it's taking out from those strategies and tools and making it into your own um, so what I start with with people is really clarifying their vision what do you want your business to look like you know how much income do you want to make how many clients do you want to, to have um, do you do you want to have an online or offline business do you want to work one-to-one with people do you want to have one-to-many so what does the structure of that look like and how does that then look in 10 years time in five years time how does that relate to the next three years the next one year because you don't want to just kind of come up with an idea and it's like well actually but in 10 years time I want to be somewhere very different 
So it needs to really be all aligned. It will evolve and it will change, but you need a starting point and be really clear about that. Because I think a lot of where a lot of people go wrong is by not being clear on their goals. And especially for me, what's been so powerful is, you know, writing down my goals every single day. And then, but building those goals up towards the vision that I have. And when things get tough, your vision, if that's inspiring and big, that's the thing that's going to get you through it, nothing else. So then the, the next part is really identifying your uniqueness. You know, what makes you stand out? What are your unique strengths, your talents, your passions? And how can we bundle that up to make and create a product or a service that helps other people, helps them solve a problem, helps them integrate you in their daily lives in or you your brand your product your service in your in their daily lives without having to think about it much so what's your gift how do you contribute to the world because i think one of a part of our purpose is to serve and make this world a better place and if you can find that that's going to be the most valuable to you and to everybody else and that's going to be the thing that's going to pay you the most money as well then the next step is all about who do you want to work with? So who's your audience? Who do you want to serve? Is that a mom with three kids? Is that a college graduate? Is that somebody who wants to transition from a career into a passion-driven business? Uh, is it men? Is it women? Is it How old are they? So really identifying who can you connect with? Who do you build a rapport with? Who do you want to get close to? Because you really need to be able to understand them deeply, not just oh, that sounds quite cool, but really understand their problems, their aspirations, and who they want to be, what do they do now, where do you want to get to, what are their challenges, what, what makes them tick? Um, and the more passionate, the more connected you are to them, the more powerful your message is going to be. And part number four is all about your life in general. You know, we are holistic beings. It's not just about work. And especially when you run your own business, it's even more integrative in, in your whole life. So, you know, do you want to work six months a year and take six months off? Do you want to work three days a week, six days a week, five hours a day, 10 hours a day for three days? You know, what's the structure that you feel most comfortable with? Um, also, who, who do you surround yourself with? There's this famous quote by Jim Ron: You become like the average of five people that you spend most time with. So who's in your network? You know, if you're aspiring to be a six-figure online service provider, do you know anyone in your circles that's already gone that journey, that's already at that level? Because that will help you a lot more to step up, to step up your game, basically, and get inspired. And, and you match those vibrations and those energies with people around you. So the more you can be in the proximity of people who have already reached that level that you want to get to the more you are influenced by that mm -hmm. um, and then part number five is all about taking action you know you can have all these amazing plans and ideas and have it all clearly figured out but if you don't take action it's you're just not going to get anywhere and that's you know all about what I mentioned earlier creating from from all these other four parts looking at that and then creating a unique strategy that's specifically tailored to what you want, who you are, who you want to work with and what you want your life to look like. And that's then how you bring all the pieces of the puzzle into a roadmap 
and then work through what are the actions you can take today, tomorrow, in six months time and really start today to plan for growth, plan for expansion and, and scalability. All of that is completely packed in the whole topic of mindset. So, you know, you could have all these five things completely figured out. If you're not working on your mindset, you're still going to fall completely flat on your face. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I work with podcasters and people who want to start podcasts and people who have podcasts. And one of the biggest things that I find that you just brought up is the action step. They will plan out their podcast. They might even do some interviews. They might even pay someone to create their music, their art, um, their website, like all of that. And then they just never launch because their mindset is just not there. So they've done all the planning, they've done all the hard work, but then they never see the payoff because they're too scared and they just don't want to be judged or they don't want to be seen in that way, right? It's all just a whole mindset thing. But I love all five of those tips. Those are amazing. One thing that you said in the beginning is that you write down your goals every single day. That's incredible. Can you talk about like, do you have a certain system? Do you use a certain notebook? Um, what keeps you doing it every single day? So I started. Um, I started really looking into kind of goal achievement, um, and I teach uh, every year. I teach at the beginning of the year. I teach a workshop around goal setting because it's actually been proven by Harvard Business School that um, they were looking at business graduates and observe them over the course of ten years, and eighty three percent of graduates had not really any goals and they were just kind of you know, going into the workplace and kind of working themselves up, up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14% had kind of a vague idea of their goals and their vision. And only 3% had clearly written well-articulated goals um, that they were reviewing on a regular basis. So the 14% who kind of had a vague idea of, of their goals were earning three times as much as the 84, 83 that didn't have any. And the 3% who had really clearly articulated, written down goals were earning 10 times as much as the 84, the 83 that didn't have any. So it just goes to show that how powerful it is to really go through that exercise. And it's, it's really 95% of our reality is created through our subconscious mind. And there's only 5% that we are consciously aware of what we're doing, how we're acting, um, our behaviors, et cetera. So it's so important to get our subconscious on board to support us in what we want to achieve. Mm -hmm. So I find by writing that down daily is just really gets it to sink in and like, come on, come on, subconscious, come on, come on, get me on that path, find me those resources. And there's been so many times when I was, uh, my goals were quite big, especially for this summit. I had very big goals. Even my mm-hmm. producer was like, you know, this is very ambitious that you've, good luck. I'm totally supporting you, but good luck. Um, and, and there was times and I was like, feeling, I felt ridiculous writing those, those goals down. I was like, and especially the, the first couple of months when I was working on it, I was so far from getting anywhere. It was, it was, <laughs> it was tough, mentally very tough. But I still kept writing, I still kept writing, I still kept writing. And I've completely smashed those goals now. And I think one of the things why I was able to do that, because I just 
kept reminding myself of it every single day. And it always makes me feel good as well. Like in the morning, especially when you work for yourself, nobody's telling you what to do. Nobody gives you a deadline. Nobody has any deliverables that you need to complete. It's, it's you. And it's so easy to get just, you know, dragged into the day. And by the end of the day, nothing's happened. But I find when I get up and I write my goals down, I tend to be a lot more productive just because of my mind is in a different space than in, than if I don't. Um, so yeah, so I think it's a really powerful. And at first I just literally any odd paper that I had around and now I've bought myself a nice notebook and because I see how powerful it is, like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to make a proper ritual out of this now. Yeah, that's awesome. How long would you say it took you to see results after you started writing those? Um, probably four or five months. Okay. So So it's not not an overnight thing. Yeah. Was it kind of hard to keep yourself to it? I mean, I do like a nightly journal and a morning journal. And when I say I do, I mean, I did do that. And then just one day I just stopped and I don't know why I should probably go find it. It's probably somewhere in my room, but what did you do to like, keep yourself on that mission when you weren't like immediately seeing results, which yeah, overnight fixes or overnight success are never or rarely going to happen. So it's, it's hard for people to stay motivated when they're not seeing those results. So a big thing, and that's, that's a whole nother conversation, a very deep conversation around mind mm-hmm. um, but when you understand where your feelings come from your feeling always comes from your thoughts in the moment and we have 60,000 thoughts a day so they keep moving through so your feeling can change as you're thinking and your thoughts are all made up it's all they come from somewhere they move through you they go somewhere who knows but I think we attach so much meaning to the feeling that we're like, oh, I just don't feel like it today. Or uh, this is so frustrating. Oh, I'm not, I don't feel motivated to do that. Oh, but I've just learned by understanding like it's just a thought that's moving through my body now. I can choose whether to ignore it or to let it drag me down. And I just, whenever I wasn't feeling like it, I just like, well, I've just got a the way I'm thinking about it now is not quite on point so I'm just going to ignore it and do it anyway and and once you do that and it really becomes habit and I think I've also kind of made myself a ritual around it so in the morning I meditate then I go to the gym then I have my protein shake which I actually really enjoy it's really tasty so I sit down have my protein shake and write my journal and it takes 10 minutes and it's quite I've Turn, turn on some good music and I quite enjoy the process so I think that's also key that you really make sure you enjoy create it in a way that you enjoy it and just make it a habit and you know they say you need at least 21 days 28 days you mm-hmm. need to do something and repeat it on a daily basis for it to become a habit and up on, until you get to that point you just have to ignore your feelings it's it's quite simple really Yeah. I've never actually thought of it that way. It's just a thought. You can let it go. You're in control. I think that's absolutely beautiful. And we do have a lot of control over our lives that we just forget because we're so in tune to like our parents telling us what to do. Our bosses telling us what to do. Our friends, family, 
boyfriends, girlfriends, like them all giving their input on what our lives should be, that we forget how much power we actually hold. And so that is, well, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start goal setting every single day. One thing I hear a lot of my clients say, and honestly, just a lot of people in the entrepreneurial world is that they, at some point in their journey, they lost their vision or lost their way or lost their why. And one of my clients just stopped doing her podcast because she's like, I need to reset. At one point I lost my reason. And that breaks my heart. It breaks my heart so much. And so I feel like something like goal setting every single day will keep you locked in on what you're doing is actually purposeful and meaningful. And that goes, it also goes back to kind of the first step of even creating the right vision in the first place. Because a lot of times the goals we create or the vision that we create are not even actually ours. They are, you know, and I remember that from when I was in my corporate job, you know, I wanted that promotion. It, I Honestly, if I look back at it now, and I think probably even knew at the time, I didn't really want the promotion because I liked my job more that I was doing because it was more kind of involved with the activities and the events space, whereas the, the promotion was more kind of more strategic, more desk bound. But obviously you've got to want the promotion, right? Like right. everyone wants a promotion. It's more money and it's more prestigious. But a lot of the time you get caught up in wanting something for the sake of it rather than because we actually really want it. And it goes back to that, to our values. And a lot of us are not aware of what our core values are. It's, a t- it's such a term that's thrown around by every organization. No one ever really lives it. But we never really sit down and consider what our own values are. So what I work through with my clients is, you know, first of all, we identify our values. Because a lot of the time when things are not going quite right, it's because you're compromising your values and you're not even aware of it. Mm-hmm. So, and then building a vision from that place that you've, you know, you know that is based on your core, your core beliefs, or your, not even your core beliefs, but your core essence of how you want to live your life, how you came to this earth to live your life. And that's then how you build your vision from that point rather than what the external fields that you know people have and want and they are kind of more the the bragging element than anything else so this has been such an amazing conversation tell us how we can connect with you what do you have going on so i also have a the so the the five steps that i just talked about earlier i I also have a document passion-driven business blueprint um that you can download it comes with the video that talks you through all of those five steps in detail and really helps you work through each of those steps in your own time and that's free to download and you can find it at passiondrivenbusinessblueprint.com and that's that's probably the best way to kind of just get started and you know even just start digging into it asks a lot of questions that you probably wouldn't have and have considered before and get your brain in the right space to really start and also grow the business that you absolutely love I've loved this conversation with you so much and I think it's just been like so amazing for everyone to hear so if they want to contact you um what's the best way to do so um, so you can just go on my Instagram. It's just my name. Um, or my website is called allboss.me. 
um, Middle East, everyone says, oh, it's, you know, oh, that's quite funny, oldboss.me, but it's <laughs> M-E from Middle East because I'm based in Dubai. Um, so that's, that's another way. So I love to end every single episode off with giving our listeners actionable tips that they can take to start living the life that they love, following their dreams. And so if someone wants to be just like you, they want to be living in a very amazing place, sitting by their pool, thinking to themselves, I absolutely love my life. What are some things that they can do to follow in your footsteps? Um, so the first and most important and easiest thing to do that most people never ever do is when an idea drops into your mind, write it down and do something about it. Because a lot, you know, there's a Elizabeth Gilbert in, in her book, uh, Big Magic, wrote about it in quite at length. Um, you know, ideas, it's almost like ideas float around kind of like clouds in the air and they're looking for a collaborator in, in a person. So it drops into you, sees if you, if you grab it and if you don't, it will, it will move away and we'll find another collaborator. Mm. And there's a reason why this idea is attracted to you most likely because it is connected to your deeper purpose. So if you then, if you miss that opportunity to connect with that, you've missed a chance to move towards your purpose and your path, your mission. And then you see someone else getting rich with your idea and you're like, that was my idea, but well, you didn't act on it. (laughs) So it's really that, you know, an idea comes, write it down. And what's the smallest, tiniest little action you can take? So for example, I want to start a podcast and there's so, you know, that can seem like such a big chunk of an idea and it can be quite overwhelming. I was like, okay, I'm going to write down, I want to start a podcast. And then the first thing you can do, type into Google, how to start a podcast. And if that's all you do, that's absolutely fine. Then message Haley and that's an end, then move forward. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, what's, what's the simplest, smallest, little action you can take don't make it into such a big thing just it, it it can just be something really small I actually in my notebook I whenever I have an idea I don't want to want to lose it I, just, I have the last page of my notebook it's full of ideas mm. and yeah a lot some of them never came to fruition but sometimes I go back and look at them I was like well actually that was a great idea let me look into this now um but just don't 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 lose them the second thing I would do is if something grabs you and you feel like that could be maybe an area that I'm really interested in, but you're not quite sure about it, find someone to talk to that's already doing it. Um, whether that's, you know, lots of coaches give like, you know, free coaching sessions, even just speak to them and how, how do I get into this? Or if it's, you know, a, a product-based business find someone who's already running a similar business to what how you want to run and or has a similar product to you and meet them for coffee people love talking about you know how they've got there interview them you know say like oh you know I really admire you I really love what you've done with your business would you mind giving me 30 minutes and just get a feel for it is this something you'd like to do does this sound exciting or is it actually does it sound a lot different than what you were expecting so that's something and number three go and attend my summit (laughs) that's awesome I love that so much 
Thank you so much for being on the show today. This has been such an amazing conversation. Is there anything else you want to add to the listeners? I just want to say, honor that feeling that you have inside of you, that feeling that wants to explore something else, that wants to break out, that wants to live a different life. Honor it. Don't keep squashing it down. And don't let other people steal that from you or steal that feeling from you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I've absolutely loved this conversation. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Employee to Boss podcast. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope that you implement the actionable steps from this week's experts so you can get started with your business today. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Employee to Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps more than you could ever imagine. Remember, a little progress each day leads to big results. We come out with a new episode every Tuesday. To access our show notes, transcripts, and courses, please check out EspressoPodcastProduction.com.